Hey everybody, welcome to Spiritual Side Notes. Uh, this is another week. Mm-hmm. That's how we do another it. Another one. Weekly rhythms, you know, like <laughs> Spiritual not. Side Note podcast. What? Oh, sorry. I said, or not. Or not? I feel like our weeks have not had any rhythm for like all of summer. Oh yeah, our personal weeks. Yes. I mean, yeah, no, <laughs> our personal weeks have been a little messed up. But we've been able to get almost every week. We've been doing mm-hmm. podcasts, so... Um, this is Sunday afternoon nap time for the the littles, and so we're taking advantage of it. And they um, may or may not grace us with their presence during this time. Uh, that'd be helpful. That'd be helpful. But, um, it is awesome to um, just continue to have a conversation with Haley as we just talk about life and things that we're learning um, and processing through. So today we want to have a conversation about encouragement. Mm-hmm. And this honestly really just came off of the weekend message for me. Um, mm. I presented the idea to Haley because um, so our pastor kicked off our new series called Remnant. And he was talking about, you know, Remnant being a small group of people um, committed Christ followers banded together to carry the flame um, with one another. And that being the, the message of the gospel. Um but it, he talked about the idea of gathering around one another um, and just the importance of lifting each other up and encouraging one another. And we've talked about things like accountability and friendship and whatnot, but I wanted to specifically hone in on encouragement because um, it feels like there is, and maybe, maybe this isn't true, but it feels like so many people are me focused mm-hmm. in society and culture that there isn't the awareness of encouraging other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to take some time and, and just talk about the importance of encouragement, what it means to us, what it looks like. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So any initial thoughts from you? I, one of the thoughts that has come up for me this week in encouragement that someone actually said back to me after I encouraged her is she said, thank you for doing that. One, because God's been saying things to me about this and you saying it again reaffirms that. But two, it can be so easy to not encourage someone Mm. because, and then I can't remember her exact words, but my thought process went into this space of, because that means that I'm taking potential kudos away from myself. Or Mm. if I quote, lift you up, then I will be brought lower which mm. is actually the whole point anyway is in humility is to be exalting God and we are brought lower and then we love others out of how he loves us, which includes putting others above ourselves, thinking others is better than ourselves, um, just to take a couple of different passages from the word. So I think um, in order to love people well slash to lift others up and think others is better than ourselves Um, that can look many different ways, but sometimes it looks like encouragement on purpose Mm -hmm. to band arm in arm with someone. Or even when you see something in someone else, you know that like itchy feeling you get and you're like, oh, why are they good at that? It's probably actually one of the spaces you need to encourage someone in Mm -hmm. um, because it's almost like we feel threatened when someone else is good at something that we're good at or better than we are at it that to actually like enter into a space where we're encouraging someone in that space where we feel defensive Mm. or threatened can actually help disarm the pride inside Mm. of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if we don't feel it as we're doing it, like you're so good at that. It doesn't mean we're being inauthentic. I think it's the discipline of um, communicating truth about who someone 
who God has made someone to be. Yeah. But also not doing that. Not with, based uh, off how you feel. Right. right. You're, right. you're communicating truth even though you don't feel even, it in that moment. Yes. Yeah. Or even though you don't feel like encouraging them because it means, um, it's so weird to like try to put this into words. Right. But the, if I give you something, I'm taking that away from myself mm-hmm. or the potential of someone else building that into me, which doesn't really make sense. But I think we all feel it, right? Because I think it makes sense in the focus aspect, right? Because if I'm talking about something you're good, good at, the focus is on you and yes. not on me. Yeah, that makes sense. And I feel insecure or mm-hmm. defeated or whatever. So I think that's the thing. Um, Giving up focus. Yeah. yeah. Even now, if, if it's the same thing, like I get, if it's like, they, it feels like, what was that? That was the ice machine. I think. Oh. <laughs> we're not in our closet today, so we're going to yeah. have some... I definitely thought that was like a kid falling off their bed onto the table <laughs> or something like that. Anyways. Onto um, the table? The side table. Okay, I thought she like <laughs> fell and kicked the side table. I don't know. Anyway. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Like I get it if, you know, if it's something that it feels like someone else is better mm-hmm. at that thing than you are, that can almost feel hard because of like an insecurity thing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think in general encouragement feels like ah but i want that like Mm -hmm. i'm longing for that i want the and sometimes it's not even like at least i i don't think that it's even like totally an unhealthy thing right because we're meant to build into each other so if you're not being built into i think that there is something to be said about like no it's okay to long for that um because that needs to happen in the place of community but that that isn't your focus um, our focus needs to be pouring into other people and mm. um, and truly setting our sights on Jesus um, and letting him fill us. But like, I, I don't think it's totally, unhe- I could totally be wrong, but it f- doesn't feel like it's completely unhealthy to long for that because we're, we're meant to encourage one another. So if you're not being encouraged at all, um, then it might feel like there's something missing within the context of community. Mm. Does that make sense or fair? Um, it makes sense. I don't know if I totally agree with it, yeah. but I'm not entirely sure why. I think because if I, and maybe we will be saying the same thing hmm. and I'm just hearing you say it differently than yeah. how I um, sense it inside is that if I'm just longing for encouragement from someone else, at least based upon my story, that's me wanting to seek affirmation hmm. in and through someone besides Jesus I think the balance comes in as community. We're meant to encourage other people. So this is this podcast is not just about you seeking encouragement or mm-hmm. um, for us to encourage you, but to call you up into encouraging mm-hmm. others because you might be what somebody else needs to hear. Yeah. Um, and I, so I think the the space where I've been when I'm like, oh, I just want to be encouraged so badly, often comes in when I'm feeling either one, like super low about myself and not good enough and wanting someone to affirm that I'm okay Mm. when I'm not seeking that from Jesus first. And when I'm, or two, like the, the other side of that is like wanting to prove, um, that what I just did is as good as I hoped it was, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah. Yeah. When you work really hard on a sermon and no one says anything, Mm -hmm. like I really want to be encouraged so I know that that meant something to someone yeah, besides myself. To it. Yeah. And that one, fe- when I experience that feeling feels less selfish. Like mm. I'm trying to make sure I'm good enough and almost like, is what I just did 
um, beneficial to anyone. Mm. Like we've talked about that even with the podcast before, like is what we're doing beneficial Mm -hmm. to anyone? Yeah. I don't know if it is out there, but it is for you and I Mm -hmm. in our relationship. And we sense we're supposed to make this open to other people to participate in. Even if you're just listening and participation and then taking these conversations and mulling them over and maybe having other conversations with other people. Um, but the, the space I come back to is only who God says we are out of who he is, is what matters. And like, so who God is like we made, we are made in his image, right? So out of who he is, he makes us. So out of him is the only place I will truly be fulfilled. And if I'm looking for someone else to encourage me, because I really just need to be encouraged for me, that's often come out of a place where I'm just seeking for like an identity and acceptance, a longing. But I have sensed a switch over in my spirit when I'm praying, like speaking to God, like, God, will you, if someone's to encourage me in this area, because in the past, I'll almost go looking for it, right? Like not even, Hey, do you think I'm good at this? Um, which I think can come with wise counsel. Like this isn't me saying like, never ask for people's input or opinions, Mm -hmm. but where's the posture of your heart Mm -hmm. in it? And there have been seasons and spaces in my life when I'm struggling with something, whether that be, um, let's say relationship with someone where I like want to run to my prayer group and be like, this just happened. Like hoping for encouragement out of that, like you're doing okay. And in those moments, I've just sensed God tell me to be silent. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't a space for you to go find affirmation in someone, even if I'm not using names, come to me first. And actually one day, a couple of weeks ago, this happened and I was just praying, like if someone was supposed to encourage me that they would. And I got a text from a friend um, and the people I thought about contacting, like one of them contacted me back, but the other like four or five that either were part of my prayer group or whatever that I had thought like about reaching out to for quote prayer, but also hoping for encouragement because I just felt so low. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt like I wasn't doing anything right and I didn't know what to do next. And yet I was trying to seek God's heart and I went for a run to pray and process some things and ran into um, Mackenzie from church and she was just like, how you doing? And I was like, okay, just gave her a short snippet without really any detail at all. Just like, it's been kind of tough. And she was like, I'm going to pray for you right now. And she, I was like over by the old impact building and she just laid her hands on me and prayed for me and prayed words I needed to hear Mm -hmm. and prayed. She was like even apologizing, like, God, you laid Haley on my heart two days ago. And I thought about her, but I didn't pray for her. And I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Even the encouragement, she didn't know that was that God puts me on other people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have to go running and searching. Like, are you thinking about me? Am I doing okay? God is big enough to do that and to provide the space I need while also recognizing we, we need to surround ourselves with people on purpose. Um, let it's like our input group in a sense, the people who are pouring into you mm-hmm. so you can do your output. And that has to first be your time with the Lord and the word and mm-hmm. prayer, listening, meditating um, on him, listening to his voice, but then your people, right. Who will naturally know who you are and encourage you. So that's kind of where I went when you were saying those things that made me feel like, "Ah, that's not totally what I sense. Yeah, I totally, I definitely agree with you. Cause I, I think that, yeah, striving for human affirmation isn't good. Like we have to find Mm. our identity and our true affirmation 
in God and who he's made us to be. And um, so like, I totally agree with that. So maybe longing was the wrong word, mm. but I think that like, it is normal. Hmm, how do I want to say this? Um, yeah. If you put yourself in a position where you're trying to manipulate a situation mm. to receive encouragement, that's unhealthy. But mm. I think to say like, encouragement is a part of being in Christ-like community. Therefore mm. I need to encourage others and I need to receive encouragement. Like, that I think is healthy, but, but yeah, maybe, saying. maybe longing or, or whatnot was the wrong word. Cause it, it isn't human affirmation is like one of the, I think the quickest hits of dopamine that just dissipates. It's almost mm. like receiving a text. It's like, cool, got a text from that person. And then all of a sudden, like five minutes later, you're sad. Nobody reaches out to you again. And then like, um, or whatever the case may be. Um, encouragement feels like that it's like wow that was mm -hmm. really cool and then 30 seconds later something else happens in your mind somewhere else and mm -hmm. you feel whatever so like that true encouragement has to come from mm -hmm. from god in our relationship with him so i definitely agree with that um i think i just was trying to express the normalcy that encouragement's supposed to be within yes, christian community that, that like that it's okay to say like this is good or mm -hmm. it's a part of community and therefore I do want to be encouraged by other people, but my attitude, my affirmation, that comes from Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to be mm -hmm. encouraged. And there's a part too of like, um, even the, uh, I can't, I can't think of the right word, but like where you have to come alongside each other as the bar body and like um, help each other understand Mm -hmm. gifts and abilities mm, and things yeah. like that like so without the community coming alongside me for instance just to take a personal example to say like shay we believe and we see that you're gifted at preaching or mm -hmm. asking good questions mm -hmm. this is another one that i've been told like i have to receive that but i wouldn't have known that i was good at that if people hadn't yeah. encouraged and pour that into yeah. me so like i think that's what i was trying to get yeah, at that makes some, sense some more of those things but yeah a longing for it like mm -hmm. if your heart's not okay unless you're encouraged mm -hmm. by people that's a problem or if you're trying to manipulate a situation yeah that's a problem. but even well, going back to what you were saying about like first your input group mm -hmm. your first input has to be from your relationship with mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, cause that was another thing I wanted to talk about. It was one of the verses I pulled up, but, um, is that we see in first Samuel 30 where David is off fighting with, um, his men and then the opposing army comes and mm -hmm. sneaks into the camp and takes their stuff mm -hmm. and like their wives and their kids. Um, and they get back to camp yeah. and, um, every, everything's gone and the men are, um, mad at David because mm. he led them to battle. And um, and so there was like murmurs about him. And in 1 Samuel uh, 30, verse 6, it says, David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each mm. one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. And it said, but David found strength in the Lord, his mm. God. Or another version says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot about that verse. Yeah, which is like, it's really difficult to wrap my mm. mind around at least. And I feel like for a lot of people, like, wait, how do I encourage myself? And it's that idea of like, like you said, like our first input has to be from God. And so we can be encouraged and find encouragement in our relationship mm. with God and really just encourage ourselves. And ever since, um, Jason, our lead pastor preached on that 
it's probably like three years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a lot of moments when I'm down. I'm like, okay, rather than texting somebody or going yeah. to somebody, how do I, how do I encourage myself in the Lord? Like, mm-hmm. okay, God, like I believe you brought us to this place or I believe this about this or, or my identities in you. So even if I, cause we do actually fail at things, we mess up, we make mistakes. It's mm-hmm. not just like, I, I don't like when people are like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's okay because everything works out for the way God's will is. I'm like, um, I mean, yes, God is sovereign, but you also might have created your own storm that you're in right mm-hmm. now. Like that wasn't God's will. You did that to yourself outside mm-hmm. of living in obedience to him, right? Like, so not everything we're facing is God's will for our lives, in the sense of like, that is what he wanted to happen. But you actually, your sin caused negative consequences in your life. Now he's sovereign and can bring about anything for his good. Um, but I just, I don't mm. like distorting human sin to the will and desire of God. Mm. Um, and so anyways, that was a little bit of a tangent, but um, just that idea of like, when we're in those moments, like how do we find encouragement? Like God, even if I messed up, I'm still your son and I want to, I want to make that right. So convict me, challenge me, but encourage me. Like, may I find encouragement in my relationship with mm-hmm. you? Um, and may I press into my relationship with you, not just try to figure it out on myself, by myself or on my own, but like go to you first and find encouragement and be strengthened in the fact that you've created me the way you created me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want me to live for you. And so like, I need to, I need to be encouraged and reminded of what that call is and who you are and what my identity is, all of those things. So, Mm. yeah, I feel like even though we want to talk about like encouraging others, there is an aspect of learning to encourage yourself. So you're not finding, so you're not getting caught in this place. We first started talking about of longing or manipulating situations to find encouragement Mm -hmm. that like we've got to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. You made a few different looks as I was talking. Were there th- things you were thinking of? Oh, I'm sure there were. My face speaks when I don't even know it's speaking. The it's other okay day if you I didn't. did something I and Ophelia goes, why did you just do that? <laughs> I was like, what? She goes, you made this face and like distorted her face. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. I don't know what I was doing. I think I actually was like looking in their lunch bag and saw oatmeal, but didn't know what it was. So I, was, mm. I think I was like, what is that? But my face was clearly like, <laughs> huh? That's awesome. Why did you do that, man? Why did you do that? Um, I think there was there was one point you said something that might have been one of those faces where I was like, huh. One thing I was going to say earlier is that, um, like, the desire, even if we just change the word longing to desire, like, to be encouraged can start in a good place. Mm. Like yeah. all sin is just things that have been twisted, right? Yeah, From, the corruption of evil. Yeah, or the corruption or the of the good. I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all evil is distortion of the good. Yeah, there all is. evil has been distortion of what God made for good. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that doesn't mean that we can use God's will as an excuse to do whatever we want. Because mm-hmm. our actions put things into motion that then perpetuate consequences. Mm -hmm. Those consequences could last for the rest of our lives on this earth. But God does, if we allow him to, he redeems, like Mm -hmm. he just does out of who he is. But we have to accept that gift and allow 
him mm-hmm. to restore and redeem us. And that means that then he can take those broken pieces and make something beautiful. That That's one of the things he loves to do the most, I think, for his honor and glory, not our own. But the, um, the fact that it can start in a good place and then it gets twisted is really that tip over point between um, am I seeking encouragement in the Lord, even if I'm doing that myself, or am I seeking for this affirmation? Like for instance, in the past, I've almost been nervous. I think we've talked about this on here at when other people are good at things that I'm good at or better at them, because in my head that's equated to God loving them more. And that Mm. means he has less love for me. Mm. And that's not biblical. That has there's no ounce of truth in that and who our God is. Yeah. The way someone else's life looks does not mean in any way, shape, or form that God loves them more or less. He loves everyone to a depth that we cannot comprehend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's where the encouragement thing like I've battled with as well. Like That's the kind of feeling of like, if I give over mm-hmm. this love, yeah. it probably means God loves you a bit more than he loves me. Um, but when we can look at the image of God in someone else and encourage them. It actually helps to strengthen other people to encourage themselves in the Lord. I think when we're speaking Mm. truth. Oh, one of the thoughts I had, which might've been my face is I was thinking about social media encouragement and how that can just be such a false sense of encouragement sometimes, Mm. or like, uh, there was actually two sides I was thinking about either you're false. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Where, and maybe this is people actually trying to encourage people, but almost like encouraging someone to get it back, you know, like, oh, if I like your story, you'll like mine, Mm -hmm. like that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe encouragement, but not really. Or the fact that people will use social media or texting, just any sort of electronic like space to encourage. So you don't have to do it face to face Mm -hmm. because you feel more comfortable, like, creating that on your own or being able to go over it or might feel awkward to say this to you that I just, I encourage whoever's listening to this to encourage people to their faces Um, or over the phone if you need to do that or over FaceTime or whatever, but actually having a conversation Mm -hmm. with someone. Can I I say why else I think that's really important? Yeah, go for it. Because like a lot of times when things are posted on social media, it's like the best part of somebody. Mm, sure. So your encouragement to them, while it is encouragement, it for the person receiving it will only stay at a surface level because they're like, well, mm. that was the one good picture. That was the one good moment of my day. That was the one good or whatever. Like, mm. And so you're not actually encouraging the depths of the person. You're encouraging like... A, some a picture or whatever mm-hmm. or or a post now sometimes they communicate from the depths of their heart or like it's just like a really honest post i get that but a lot of the times we're just mm-hmm. posting fun pictures because it's you know it's a cute picture of our kids or it was a great lighting on the sunset or whatever like it's all so it i think encouraging the person like you talked about mm-hmm. like in face to face and and encouraging them in person is just it's critical because you're encouraging the person not just like a fun, cool picture that they took that day. Or something that they took time creating. Um, like, let's say someone did communicate from the depths of their heart. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that can go two ways as well, where people use social media as a platform to just kind of like word vomit all over mm-hmm. the place. And you can yeah. be perpetuating unhealthy yeah. cycles in someone. Yeah. And you might be trying to meet them where they are. But what would it look like to call that person instead and just be like, 
hey, can we talk? I yeah. saw this. Yeah. Right. Because um, then it, it actually meets that person too. Mm-hmm. And you start walking with them instead of like, yeah. oh, sorry to hear that. Or, yeah. man, or that really sucks. Or... All these people are awful. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what does it look like to really bear each other's burdens mm-hmm. and walk our arm in arm and not do that at a distance? Because it's easier to be like, oh, sorry about you. Turn this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like actually bearing that burden with someone. Yeah. Um, but also I think even if someone's bearing the depths of themselves and they like wrote a poem and did this thing, there's still something about the fact that they took all this time to create something they, they knew they would post. And that's not bad or wrong, but to find someone in the daily rhythm moments hmm. and be like, Hey, I saw this in you. And you're like, really? I just had a really sucky morning. And I, I felt so impatient inside. And then, you just said that and that like really spoke life into me Hmm. Um, that there, I don't know. There's just something powerful about it being in a, um, an unplanned place that really hits that vulnerability in a different way. Like the authenticity of really seeing someone where they are. Um, And that doesn't mean that we still don't wear duplicitous face masks sometimes or personalities. Yeah. But there's just something different about someone saying it to your face. And and there's different kinds of encouragement. Like, I feel like we've brought this up before, but there are just certain times, like, I'll compliment someone on what they're wearing. Like, I just, there are times I just want to say it because it's really cute. And there's times I sense I'm like, I don't know this person, but like, I just wanted you to know I really love your dress. Hmm. It might not be about the dress at all. Maybe that person just needed someone to smile at them yeah. and let them know they were seen today. Yeah. Um, but the words in my head weren't, I see you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. um, that we, we don't know what our words of encouragement are going to do. Yeah. Um, but also like the actual depths of people like, Hey, you bring peace into a room when you mm. come. That's really cool. Um, or I really sense that you're super great at, um, meeting people in really hard places and bearing mm. their burdens. Well, um, being in the long game, things that, aren't just an aesthetic thing, but really like speak to the character of someone like the, the two examples of yourself you gave that like, Oh man, I don't know that I either would have known I was good at those things. If someone had told me, or if I would have, um, known it was a gift, like, Mm. Oh yeah, I like to ask questions, but I didn't know I was like good at asking questions that I think God can really use to help people. Um, to like things to be revealed to ourselves that we yeah. didn't know to be yeah. true about who we are. Yeah. Cause we need that community. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. For those things. Yeah. So those are a couple of the things I was thinking about. Solid. So, I mean, obviously we just talked in general mm-hmm. about encouragement, but like what has encouragement specifically meant to you in different moments? Hmm. Maybe there's a, specific story you have of when you're encouraged and Mm. or whatever or whatever whatever um so i have naturally been pretty hard on myself um i grew up not feeling good enough or like i had to be perfect to earn god's love to earn people's approval to prove to me that i was worthy of God's love. I wanted to grow constantly, always looking for the next thing, never feeling not just not good enough, but like that I had accomplished really anything in any area. 
Mm-hmm. And as soon as I like took a step or even a, like whether it was a small or a big step, excuse me, kind of feeling like, yeah, but this, whatever this was, whatever the next thing was, instead of coming to Jesus, allowing him to yoke himself to me, unburdening myself and allowing him to give me rest. And in that he would naturally grow me and encourage me in himself. So I looked because I was struggling with this identity of who I really was or, okay, you say it, God, I'm made in your image, but what is that? And am I missing it? Like Mm. almost constantly wondering my whole life, am I missing it? And in the last couple of weeks, I've just had, not that they were random conversations, but kind of where like, for instance, in my prayer group, I brought up a conversation I had that I had actually felt God like convict me of something in and was almost encouraged by it. Like, wow, God, you just put into words through that person something. Um, I feel like you've been slowly revealing to me and just kind of like Hmm. put it in front of me. And someone contacted me later and was like, hey, you said that stuff. And I just wanted you to know, like, if God's convicting you, I don't want to silence that. But I just wanted you to know, I didn't think that that was true about you. I've never sensed that in you. And again, Mm. if God's saying something like, heed that. I'm not saying I'm the voice of God, but just from my experience, I wanted to encourage you that I've never sensed that in you. Mm. Um, And I still feel like God was speaking to me in both of those circumstances, but really the one in the encouragement second story part was that that encouraged me that I hadn't been doing this thing all the time, Mm. that there are moments that might come out when I'm like more passionate or like full of zeal for something. Um, but that I wasn't doing that all the time. Like, Mm. Ooh, okay. God, thank you. Thank you for hearing me and encouraging me in that or talking about deception and like, um, praying for those who are deceived, like our enemy is the great deceiver and we are just so deceived so easily. So just praying for God's people. And, um, I was just like having a conversation about, um, how I, I wish I had known the word better to be able to bring up certain things to someone who was struggling with beliefs that just weren't biblical. Like, how do I, how do I encourage you? Like, I'm not good at apologetics. I, all I feel like I can do right now is listen. I don't know mm. how to reply. Um, and someone was like, well, Haley, I I don't know. Maybe you were just supposed to be present so you knew how to pray for that person. But don't be deceived thinking that you didn't do enough. Mm. And I was like, wow, even the conversation about deception and like the, hey, sister, be encouraged. Do not be deceived. I think you were where you were supposed to be. And even during the conversation that I was a part of where I was like, God, I don't know what to say. I felt like I was listening for God's voice the best I could. Like, Mm. Holy Spirit, fill me with wisdom and discernment. This is setting a fire in me for this like desire to go study your word maybe differently. Also recognizing I'm in this season of life with having little kids and um, just kind of fractured timeframes where childcare has been a bit all over the place. And that's just the season of life we're in. But it renders me in a place where I feel useless in the word almost. Mm. So allowing God to fill me up in all the ways that I need to be filled up while not sitting on my hands, right? But um, God, how do I study your word right now? But sitting in that spot made me feel like I wasn't enough um, or I was tempted to feel that way. Like, 
oh, if I was just so-and-so, I'd be able to pull this out of my pocket right now and be Mm. like, look at the word. This is truth. Um, But the encouragement that like, hey, I mean, again, heed, heed what you need to heed. Learn the word, be in the word, but be encouraged that I think you were just where you were supposed to be listening asking God on behalf of that person to like speak to you. So just the fact we can get caught up in our heads and I can get caught up in my head pretty easily when people just break in, when I don't even know I need it. I think those are the two stark differences. Someone saying something to me when I know I need it. Mm. I'm like, I needed to hear that today. Like I felt hopeless today. And then they're like, I had no idea I needed that right now. Mm. And that was powerful. And then there's like a lot in between like, oh, your hair looks nice. Hey, thanks. Like (laughs) that's encouraging and really cool. Like I cut all my hair off. I'm glad you think it looks good. And that I, you know, didn't stick my hair in something weird. Like, you know, (laughs) Um, but that was all vanity anyways. But just those two extremes I find to be really potent in my spirit when I'm like, man, I either really needed to hear that and knew it or I didn't know, but I really needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I find those moments a lot. Like if you're a parent out there and you have someone pouring into your kid, encourage that person Um, because they might know that you value them or that your kid values them, but they might not know. That's been hugely encouraging to me over the years when parents come to me or when kids write me notes and they're like, Miss Haley, I look up to you so much. Hmm. You do. I I actually thought we kind of butted heads quite a bit. <laughs> like just the yeah. the encouragement to the people who are pouring in to the next generation. Mm. Like reach out and let them know that you appreciate that. Mm. Um, that's just one really tangible one. And I, I work in kids ministry. So I think that's on my heart too for like my volunteers and the people who pour in so often that it can feel like you're not making a difference. Um, And not that it's about us making a difference, but when you hear from a parent or a kid, like, Hey, I really look up to you or will you baptize me? Or, um, man, when you said that, like that did something or one mom told me like, thank you for this opportunity for my daughter. Mm -hmm. She was going to, teach. She was a a fifth grader who was going to teach. And she was like, I can tell this is a turning point in her faith. Hmm. And I was like, wow, that's huge. Like, and I didn't even, it wasn't even my idea to provide her this opportunity. I had joked from the stage about her teaching. She came up to me later and was like, are you serious about that? Hmm. And I was like, yeah, I want to do it. She even presented the opportunity for herself Hmm. to take the opportunity to teach her peers and it became a tangible faith making like I just a huge which way am I going to go decision in her life Mm. but I mean I I provided the opportunity like I stepped off the stage and let her do it and like walked her through how to write a teaching and things but really like it was so encouraging to me that like okay we're providing opportunities for Mm. these kiddos to make decisions on their own for Jesus like that's just so cool I feel like I could keep going on but alas I will surrender the floor to you that was a funny laugh I've had a a few of those weird laughs yeah well what about you um hmm I think I think one of the biggest things is so I don't receive encouragement well I I think I do better Mm. than I used to I used Agreed. to be, uh, huh? 
Agreed. Oh, okay. That's good. So I'm not <laughs> completely out of touch with my own reality. Um, so even though I've gotten better at it, um, so let's just say five years ago, I really was terrible at receiving encouragement. Um, and I would brush things off and deflect them. Um, and that actually stole away from me growing, I think. Like me learning things and growing in my encouragement. So there was uh, a way in which I needed to learn to be encouraged in order to allow it to affect me um, because I kept deflecting it. Um, I didn't let the encouragement from within the body, kind of going back to what I was talking about at the beginning of like, I didn't allow the natural form of encouragement that's supposed to take place within the body um, help inform what I'm good at or what God's created me to do. Um, there, there are some definite like issues with this, right? Because we have this preconceived idea of like, oh, if somebody's good at this, then they should do that, right? Like, um, and I've actually been wondering about this like a lot lately. Like, how do we encourage somebody without um, creating expectations in them? Because we don't know what God wants to do with that. Like, just because someone's an incredible speaker or like preacher doesn't mean that they're going to be a pastor that preaches all the time. What if God wants to do something else in their life or call them to something else? So there is a way to, to do this, to be encouraging without, um, like without creating expectations or um, assuming that we know what God's going to ask them to do just because we see something in them. Um, yeah, so I, I don't have, like I'm trying to remember, I don't think I have like a specific story of like, oh man, this person said this and it changed my life. Um, but it's just been a lot of small encouragements along the way that have informed a little bit of, I think, who I am, or at least an awareness of who God's made me to be mm. based off what other people have spoken in my life. Yeah, that's good. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. All right. Um, we have a small guest here. <gasps> a her alarm went off on her clock, which... We didn't know was set. <laughs> True story. So, Athelia, today we're talking about encouragement. Do you know what encouragement is? No. Encouragement is when you build somebody else up. So when you say to Daddy, Daddy, you did a great job preaching. That's encouraging. Daddy, that's encouragement. Do you like to be encouraged? Cool. <laughs> Someone's still waking up from her nap time. Do you want to say anything about being encouraged? No. Okay. Do you want to say anything at all? No. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. One thing I did want to say, too, is just because you aren't able to encourage somebody in person or don't always have the opportunity, uh, if you're prompted to send an encouraging text, don't not send the encouraging right. text. I did want right. to make that. Like, I think there's yes. so much benefit to encouraging people to their face. But, like, don't get me wrong. Like, getting an encouraging text is still meaningful. Yes. It's still powerful. So, like, if you're like, I feel like I need to say this to this person and just text them. Like, still do that thing. Just let's also not make that the only way we encourage people. And still Correct. encourage them in, in, in person. Right. Yeah. Use, use all the forms that... Mm -hmm you sense you're supposed to use, but yeah, don't not do something. 
for sure. Just because it's not in person. Yeah. Cool. Anything, Athalia? No. Okay. Mommy, anything else from you? No. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for joining us this week. I hope that this podcast encourages you. Yeah. Sort of. We didn't really say anything to encourage you in particular. We, we are encouraging you to, to encourage, encourage people. Encourage, yeah. We hope yes. it encourages you to <laughs> encourage other people. It's powerful, man. It really is. Yeah. So awesome. Well, thanks everybody. I hope you have an awesome week. See ya. <laughs>